Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, th thank you for tuning in to our 38th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you in the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we are talking all about fearless living with our special guest, DJ Johnson. But before we dive deep into the subject, we have a couple of ground rules to cover, as to be expected. First and foremost, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio? If not, please do. If you go to WokenFree.com, you can see all the platforms that the show is on. Make sure you subscribe and give us the love because we greatly appreciate it. Secondly, have you shared an episode with a friend or family member? This would be a fabulous opportunity <laughs> to take advantage and do that sharing. But uh, definitely feel free to share, share, share away. Uh, are you talking to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? If so, or if not, you will find us at Woken Free. And then, of course, if you haven't reviewed one of our episodes, we would love to hear your feedback. You can give us feedback on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we talk about the episode. Last week, we shared, what's the best joke you've been ever told? This week, we're going to share what types of music are actually in our favorite playlists. So this is a goodie, right? Because I've definitely shared this content before. If you've listened to any of our past episodes, I'm a enormous fan of Drake. Shout out to the Canadian uh, wonder star. He's phenomenal. Love, love, love you, Drake. Also, uh, I sadly, I am a fan of trap music, guys. It's, I know, I know. Don't judge me. But if you do, listen, I bet you are too. So you definitely find that on my playlist. Uh, Jamaica Always, Soca, Calypso, Reggae, Reggaeton, all of that good stuff you'll find, as well as Whitney Houston. She will always be missed in my heart and the hearts of so many, as well as just classic pop, right? Like, let's just like live our life with pointless music. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, pointless. Not all pop is pointless. I guess. But, you know, just like mind numbing, just like I want to bounce around and shake my behind. But how about you? What's, uh, what's on your playlist? Mine is not in any particular order, but industrial heavy metal music, J-pop, soca like you, mm -hmm. electronica, rap and rock. Mm. And these aren't these aren't all the musics I like. This is just particularly my favorite. Like if I put together a favorite playlist, it'd be a combination of this type of music. Your music I can is just vibe to very like uh expansive and I have other terms that come to mind, but <laughs> nah, you don't you don't know about that J-pop. You don't even know about that. You know what that means? Don't try to put me out on blast oh, for I know, the Woken like, Free Nation. <laughs> you're just like, all right, that's something, that's a genre. I don't know what that is. Why don't you explain <laughs> for everyone listening, what is that? That's just Japanese pop music. There you go. That's exactly. <laughs> Au revoir, sir. Okay. Au revoir. Uh, moving on. Uh, let's get to who is our special guest. So DJ Johnson, uh, her name is Denise Jatea Johnson, a.k.a. DJ Johnson, is a Penn State alumna class of 2012 with a BA in film and video. And just two weeks after graduating Penn State, she joined the United States Army as cable systems installer and paratrooper jumping out of planes. However, she had the opportunity to also be a part of an elite group of singing army 
men and women as a member of the 82nd Airborne Division Chorus, where she traveled in and out of the States to perform for various groups of people. When her four-year contract was over, she went to attend Academy of Art University in San Francisco to get her MA in Communications and Media Technologies to pursue a career in video content for various media forms. So without further ado, let's get to our convo with DJ Johnson. Welcome to Woken Free. And just to start off our interview, we'd like to do a personal share. And this week's personal share is going to be the question, what types of music is your favorite playlist made of? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a favorite playlist. No, I I actually have been getting into a lot of different music, like worldwide. Like I I listen to a lot of artists from the UK. there aren't any specific names, but is one woman that I listen to. Her name is um, I can't remember her name actually, but she she has these these just good vibes and good like sounds and tunes. Um, so yeah, my playlist what, what, is just YouTube. what genre is she in? Could you tell us? She's like um, I don't know if I could put her Electronica? in. I've never even heard that type of music before, but she's is it like a new age type thing? It, yeah, I, w- I would definitely call it new age because that's what my playlist is called. It's called New Era. So, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, nice. Um, is it like of the Enya kind of vibe or no? Um, it's more like uh, inspirational for women to just be confident as a woman and nice, you know, things Very like that. Cool. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. Okay, well, nice. we, we started off with a heavy question and we're going <laughs> to keep this going. Uh, so DJ, how did you become the woman you are today? Wow. Um, trial and error <laughs> to, mm. to plain and simple. But um, I became the woman I am today through my upbringing um, of my mother, uh, my grandparents, and um, just everybody that I surround myself with. Um, my journey is, is a little different than others just because I'm more of like a free-spirited person. Um, I just go with the flow of things. If it feels right, then I go for it. And that's pretty much what my life has been up until now. Mm, okay. And are you in a position now that you expected to be in or... Or, you know, have you kind of surprised yourself? I would say I've surprised myself because um, just kind of like starting back when I was at Penn State, um, I I always knew what I wanted to do before I did it. Like I, um, if if the thought came about, I was like, okay, that's going to be my next move. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, when I were, was about to graduate Penn State, I decided I want to go to the military. That seems like a good fit for me. Um, I don't think that I went to do a traditional job. It just didn't. It just didn't feel right at the time. So I figured the military would be a place for me to kind of figure out, you know, what I need to do to get to the next step in my life. So I did that, and I thought I would go back into the regular workforce um, after the military. But I actually went to grad school, which I didn't think I would do either because. Um, it just wasn't in my mindset. And then I didn't think that I would could afford to go to grad school, to be honest, but the military provided me with that, um, with that uh, choice. And 
I did that. I went to grad school and now I'm just in a place where I want to get back into my creative, um, just creative way of doing things. I want to get back into making more video content. Um, I'm, I love to travel. So that's like a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. So I want to uh, document my travel ventures and also promote other artists and their uh, ventures as well. Mm. Social media is a very crowded space. What have you done personally to build your brand awareness? So like I mentioned before, I'm, I'm doing like a travel series. It's um, actually called Fearless Living. Um, I did a social media branding class when I was in grad school and that allowed uh, me to come up with this uh, particular travel brand. Um, so what I do is I do little snippets of where I've gone in the world and I posted on my regular social media, which is uh, Djatea and my Fearless Living uh, Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And I allow people to just kind of explore through me. And I, I actually do it to encourage others as well. I, I promote other people's photography on that page, on my Fearless Living page, along with my videos to just encourage people to see the world because it's definitely refreshing and it just opens your mind to a lot of things that you never thought it could. Mm. And what does fearless living mean to you? Fearless living is living without um, restraint, without any boundaries. Just, just do it. You know, mm-hmm. just, just go without any regrets, any thoughts holding you back. Mm. Okay. And do you feel like most people are not living this way? And if so, why? Um. I'm not sure if most people are, I, mm, cause like lately I've seen a lot of people in my age group, they're traveling a lot more. Um, but I know that there are some that aren't as well. So it's the, <laughs> I guess the latter that I'm trying to encourage to go out and do things. Cause mm. uh, yeah, there's, I mean, everybody's not doing the same thing. So I know that Whoever's not doing it, I can encourage those to go out and mm-hmm. whatever they're scared of. Yeah, traveling's interesting. I mean, Khalil, you like to travel more than me, I think, right? You like to travel too. I mean, you know what it is? It's like, so I, I was doing this interview separately. Um, as, you know, uh, I, as an entrepreneur, I try to, you know, get out there and build my personal brand, right? Through my company, Dressing Roommate. And uh, I was doing an interview on the Happy Lawyer Project because I'm a lawyer as well as uh, the 25,000 other things that I do. And, um, you know, she was we were talking about traveling. And so, you know, I'm very conflicted on that because it's like, you know, to say you like traveling, I feel like for me. I, I also am like a stiff, like a stickler for like wanting my calendar to be followed specifically. And like, if you travel, right, then you have to account for like sometimes time zone changes and maybe, you know, maybe you're too tired to do something on your checklist that day. And so like, and that would really like annoy me. So um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like conflicted on that statement of if I like to travel or not. I think. Yeah, but then if, when you go into different places, you experience different cultures, things like that. Well, that I like. That's, I like you know, that piece of it, but I don't like good. like shifting your whole schedule. I don't know. I that that part is hard for me. But um, yeah, I think the initial adjustment of coming up with the schedule is hard for you. But yeah, the actual traveling and going to different places. I think that's nice. It gives you a chance to 
get away a little bit and yeah. break away from the the norms that you're used to and the same daily things you do, you know, yeah. it changes it up a bit. When uh, DJ, how did you decide you wanted to start this, this travel series? Like, did you have like an aha moment or what, or was it literally like a part of the class that you mentioned that you took in grad school where like, this is kind of what you had to come out of the class with. And so this is the product of that. Um, it was kind of like an aha moment um, that stemmed from being in the military. We did a lot of traveling there. So that kind of put me in that mindset of just going on the go and just not letting it overwhelm you. And, you know, hmm. like you say with the time zone thing, like there, like time zone doesn't even matter in the military at all. You get up at all different times of night and, hmm. you know, you just get used to that type of workflow. So, you know, experiencing some travel there to different countries to go into grad school in California, which is three hours uh, behind where I live in Philadelphia right now. I'm already experiencing all this mixture of time and moving. So hmm. uh, my mother is a travel agent and it just, things just start coming together. And I just like, this is like, for me, I, I need to be like a travel junkie or whatever like that. Cause everything was just falling into place for me to push me in that direction. And then along with the videos, I was like, this gives me a reason to record and to mm -hmm. tell a story. So I was just like, yes, this is my lane. And then with the um, tr uh, fearless living that did come through my, um, my grad school class, but I, you get to choose what you want to uh, brand. So I chose travel since that was my direction I was going in. Hmm, very interesting. Okay. What would you say has been the current, your biggest like challenge that you faced in your career, either through military or your military experience or as a content creator? And what have you done to take on these challenges? My biggest fear is holding myself back mm. because only I can stop myself from doing what I want to do. Um, I have so many ideas that come across that I can do. And like every morning I'm, I'm thinking like, all right, what you know, content can I create today? And, and I think about it and then I don't do it. And it's just like, why? It's like, there's nothing physically that's stopping me from doing it. It's me, it's, it, it could be being um, lazy or it could be me just not wanting to just throw it out there without fully thinking it through because I'm very particular with, with what I put out. I don't like to put out just anything just to get people's attention. I like to put out like quality work and meaningful work. So um, what I'm doing to, um, you know, help that is like, just, I guess, just focusing more, just focusing more and just kind of like, I guess, meditating and talking to myself, like, what do you really want? Like, what is your outcome? What is your purpose? And when I explain that stuff to myself, it, it makes me, um, you know, just follow through with what I said I'm going to do. What has been the best advice that was told to you and why was it the best? The best advice would be to talk to other people who have been in my position because they've already been through it. And I mean, they're the best person to talk to. I can, I can learn from them and, you know, put my own little spin on it with what they, with what they're giving me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, the coach in me definitely agrees with, uh, <laughs> 
that statement. Uh, yes, I, 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 as someone who's able to provide advice and mentorship uh, to others uh, outside of uh, my life as a podcaster, uh, I definitely agree. I think that so many people really underestimate the value of speaking with someone who's lived it before. And, uh, and you know, not necessarily in that kind of like parent-child relationship, because yeah, we always, we all grow up and we look and we're like, you don't know anything. But it's more like the situation of, hey, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. It might be helpful to go speak to someone who's been doing that in that in your space for the next for the past five, 10 years, right? How how did it go? What was that journey like? What were mistakes to avoid? I think so many of people want to go and they're like, I got this, I got it all. And it's like, uh, you're not an isolated island. So <laughs> you might need to go interview a hundred people and then start your business, right? Like get that, you know, and, and not to say that you can't just start, but it's always, it, I agree. Like you just, it's good to get that context for what, what you're jumping into. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I was, I do actually want to know now when, as a, when it comes to content creation, uh, documenting experiences, what do you feel like is the future of this space? Like, and, and in the sense of what innovation do you feel like is going to be happening in the next couple of years? And, uh, you know, how do you see yourself being a part of that? That is a great question. And I actually prepared for you to ask me something to that extent, because, um, I'm going to answer the question, but I have to go back a little bit. When I, when YouTube first came out, I had no idea what it would be today. Like I am blown away by um, the opportunities and the doors that it has opened for so many content creators that they, they had no idea what they were going to do as far as like, you know, a daily job. And and this is some of their daily jobs. Um, So like going forward, it's just like, I, I really, I just, I don't know, but I just hope that um, whatever is to come is is even bigger than it is now because I want to be a part of that. I want to be like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I kind of like missed the wave just because I've always had a YouTube. I just never was consistent with it because I didn't know it could create revenue and you know, people would be that interested in, you know, that part of my life traveling or something like that. And I didn't really have a direction back then, but now I just feel like, I just feel like it's, it's just room, more room for more creators to come in, honestly, because that's my main concern right now with so much, like people don't even watch TV anymore like that. They can watch YouTube. I know I do. I'm like an addict. So <laughs> um, I just hope there's room to be honest. I hope there's like, I don't know. It's just technology can go so many different ways. And whew, I just, I just hope there's rooms just to keep it Interesting. simple. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would add to that. I think VR, like virtual reality is up on the rise. And I think that that, to be honest, is going to be a part of the content creation journey. But Khalil, what do you think? Um, it's, it's between VR and AR. So you, mm. you know the difference? Explain it to the Woken Free Nation. Oh, okay. Well, VR is virtual reality and it's kind of like you're in an enclosed environment. You put mm-hmm. on a headset and you don't know what's going on in the real world outside of you. Mm-hmm. Aug- augmented reality, you do use a headset, but usually what they do now is they put clear lens in front of your eyes so you can Mm. still see the room around you and what it'll do is it'll basically create images that 
you think are actually in the room with you. So you'll still be able to see like your couch or sofa, but maybe you'll see somebody sitting on the chair. Oh, that's interesting. That's augmented reality. So you're you're still in the real world. You're not closed off inside of a headset. You can see all your surroundings, hmm. but you also see images projected kind of into your surroundings. Hmm. DJ, that's... what do you think about that? Oh, yes. Um, I actually wrote a paper on it to be in grad school. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, hmm. now, that I, now that you mentioned that, it just jogged my memory that I had to write a paper on you know, what's to come as far as technology in that sense. And I, I definitely wrote about augmented reality. Um, it wasn't in a sense of necessarily content creating, but it was more of like um, like dressing rooms being more like you can see different clothes on you without actually having to change. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I huh. think, yeah, I think it's in the works somewhere in the world. So that should be really cool when it comes out. Yeah, and even another example of it, which it's dying down the craze now, but Pokemon Go, that oh, was augmented yeah. reality as well. Yeah. You pointed your phone at something and they put a Pokemon, you know, in the environment. So that was a form of augmented reality. Yeah. But I think it's going to go more toward, I mean, VR. I think one of them is it's going to be similar to VR where you put on a headset yeah. and you look around you and you see like every, you, you don't need to hold your phone and mm. you'll still be able to have that like augmented reality experience. I think mm. that'll be the future. Mm-hmm. Think something like that, and I'm and I the real future is to have no headset at all, right? You just like definitely, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. contacts or something, just, or something, yeah. yeah, something that really light, not not something really bulky, and you just walk around and you really feel that something's there that that isn't there, like Crazy. objects and whatever Crazy. games you can play, but you can communicate <laughs> with your family and friends from across the globe. And, that's you know, nuts. that's that's like the future, I think. I don't that's know. nuts. Yeah, I definitely see that. I definitely see that. What are some benchmarks that you're looking to achieve in your career? I'm looking to um, really just be at the height of my uh, storytelling, just kind of get better. Like, I mean, I, ne- I I always believe in like, you could be great, but you can be greater. Like, mm-hmm. I never want to stop. I just want to keep going and going. And um, I want to work for... I mean, I, I, I'm torn because I, I would say I want to work for the top company, like the top media company, but it's not even about being the top because as long as we're creating great things and that's all that really matters to me. But I just want to be at the top of whatever company that I work for, even if it's my own. Like, you know, I, I've entertained the thought of, you know, entrepreneurship in, in a company like a video editing mm-hmm content creating company so that's that's my benchmark just being at the top of content creating i'm talking about the editing the the skill sets because editing mm-hmm. is very intricate like people i think that some people take oh, that yeah. it, it's <laughs> very tedious and you have to pay attention to detail so i just want to yes. be on top of that definitely agree with that Absolutely. <laughs> editing is yeah. not easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do um we make woken free bloopers where we uh we imitate or uh personify a scene from a movie or tv show or just something that we uh both have found to be beyond hilarious and uh and yeah we have to film it and then edit it and put it together and then we also do other film projects and so 
Yes, we are quite familiar with that struggle. It is quite real. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's actually a type of innovation I would like to see in video editing, to be honest. I would love for you for somehow. Oh, show was easier, right? Yeah, I would love if anyone's, hey, Woken Free Nation, if anyone is going to be working on that, holler at us and let <laughs> us know. We want to try the demo, the beta version whatever like yeah. <laughs> you should be able to edit a video and not take like seven hours to do it like that yeah i don't know what what's going on there um <laughs> i guess to shift gears a little bit uh when it comes to content creating uh video storytelling stuff like that how important is has collaboration been in your journey and how do you feel about it at generally collaborating uh is a part of your own personal or professional growth Oh, wow. Um, collaboration is like one of the things that I feel brings more out of me. Um, I'm definitely in the works of uh, having other people come and do videos with me, whether it's just like a talking video or maybe it's like a day in the life of me and this other person or skits. I've, I've been writing little scripts um, with people and you know, it's it's not it didn't happen yet, but it's definitely in the works. But I love collaborations because, you know, different people bring different personalities. And sometimes people like when we vibe very well, they bring, you know, maybe a different side of me out. It's a good thing. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, specifically my mother, like <laughs> we're 25 years apart. I just have to put that out because like we're in two different <laughs> generations. But when we're together, like it's just. It's just an interesting like conversation, an interesting vibe. You know, I pick with her about not knowing, you know, the new crazes and everything like that and teaching her how to be hit. So I always like <laughs> like that. Oh, <laughs> shout out to mom. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny when you talk to parents and they're like, you kids. That's too funny. Like our 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 main mission in life these days. Yeah, is not to grow up saying these kids these days. Like uh, when we're 50, we cannot be saying that's ridiculous. Well, I know I'll be kicking kids <laughs> off my lawn. I'm doing that. Get off my lawn. I know. Get off of my property. Yeah. Like the goal, life goal is not to be a curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. What are mistakes to avoid if you want to be successful as a content creator or a media personality? mistakes um i would say ooh, um be careful what you put out like don't just put out anything just for the sake of it like um be mindful of your audience um because like they they're the ones that's watching your stuff and they're the ones that's like they can either i feel like they can even make you or break you because like I say that because I watch a lot of other content creators and I see like just it could be just simple. Maybe you you put out too much of a personal thing. Like stick to stick to your brand. Whatever your brand is, whatever you're you're putting out, stick to that. Don't put out your personal business. Okay. Interesting. You don't you so you feel like people can like essentially you you're advocating being pigeon-toed, right? That if someone starts a brand and is growing a brand say in a career oriented space and they start to now get a little bit more personal or they talk about having a meltdown you feel like that potentially could be a mistake as a content creator it it could if you don't want it like if that's what you want if that's what you're comfortable in doing great but if you're not then just be careful and going in that direction because you know it's 
it, it just brings a whole different like aura to mm. what I'm putting out. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I you know, it, well, I mean, ultimately, you know, I feel like, you know, and hopefully the Woken Free Nation free agrees. I don't necessarily know if there are real mistakes in life. I think that everything we do is a teachable lesson, right? Whether we're successful, whether it lands well or it doesn't. Uh, but I agree. I think it's a part of branding means like consistency, right? In your messaging. And so it's difficult because also I think as a content creator, as we, you know, create content, you know, as well. And so we're always trying to find ways to connect with our audience, right? And you try, you want to try new things, but then you also have to think about your branding as a whole as well. So it's it's interesting. It's definitely um, listen. I mean, that's why this is now a career. This is now an industry because it's it's a it's something that is how you have to be very thoughtful and and it requires a lot, right? Even when you don't have the energy, you've got to muster it up and figure out what are you saying, how are you staying engaging. Uh, why are you interesting, right? Because it's so noisy out, you know, in the matter of us speaking, I'm sure there've been, you know, uh, I don't know what, a thousand tweets, uh, 200,000 uh, Instagram stories. Like it's, it's yeah. like, it's this nonstop world that we live in. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a ton of social media and it's, <laughs> it's always on. Yeah. Like you can never like in your sleep, uh, part of me wishes I could like strap a device to my head and like even like tweet out dreams or something <laughs> like to share with people like no i'm still here i'm like wow <laughs> don't forget about me it's a little, that's a little much but that okay. might be too personal as you were suggesting <laughs> <laughs> i mean um, being personal definitely it makes people see you as a real person but yeah. i'm just saying like if you're not ready for that like be prepared if you're going to do it that's all true I agree. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I yeah. have seen posts, especially on the Facebook platform of people putting out their whole business and people serving them with something <laughs> other than what they wanted and then it turning into this whole thing, uh, which they were like, wow, I didn't know it was going to be there. Well, it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have told everybody, you know, he was cheating on this and then, you know, like, wait a minute now. <laughs> yeah. Um are there things that you wish you knew before you uh, decided you wanted to to kind of pursue a career as a content creator and, and you know documenting your your journey as a travel nista? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I wish I knew social media would be like the place to to really showcase all my work consistently. Mm. Like, I did not know that. I thought it was just something you know you do every now and then just to keep people updated with, you know, bits and pieces of your life. But I never thought it would be this big. I mean, people are being discovered on social media. Like you don't mm -hmm. have to go through agencies to, you know, get you, you know, noticed or get you booked or anything like that. You can book yourself basically if you have that much of a, a following or, in, or people are interested in you. So I definitely wish I would have known that social media was like the key to my, you know, my possible success. I mean, it's still mm. time, but you know, I wish I just would have knew earlier. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So uh, here at Woke and Free, we love to talk about things that maybe the media doesn't cover or other people aren't really aware of. Hence the the name Woke and Free of it, it's, it points to us being aware and just looking deeper into the meanings of why certain things happen. We're excited for you to actually share your story with the Woken Free Nation. 
what has happened to you recently that made you woke and free? Wow, what's happened to me recently? Um, <laughs> actually, this might sound a little funny, but I actually paid off my student loans. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that <laughs> to me, that was walking free because it was like the pinnacle of me feeling like literally free. <laughs> like mm. I, oh, nice. yeah. I, to this day, I don't know how I did it because I didn't do nothing specific, but I just feel like now I can really focus on the next chapter in my life without feeling that burden on me. (laughs) The weight Mm -hmm. has been lifted. Absolutely. Absolutely. But right. As a, as we are all fellow Penn state alums, it was totally worth it though. Right. You messed that up. You you know what you're, she messed that up. What she meant to say is we are Penn state. Yep. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> He's such a stickler for that <laughs> that whole thing that you're supposed to do and people yell at us in the street. It's too uh, funny when we wear They've done that to us in the past. I know. I think the last time though was like it was almost ten years ago. Maybe. Actually. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, that we heard somebody that. say it, but yeah. It's, wow. I think we'll always remember. But yes, but congratulations. That is huge. You should have threw yourself a party, a no debt party. That is awesome, man. <laughs> party. Yeah, yeah. It it didn't feel, I guess, how I thought it would feel because it was like a really adult decision. Like, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah, maybe I'll throw myself a party when I actually uh, get my graduate degree, my master's degree. And then I'll throw Paid myself off. a party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, uh, my law school debt says hello. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, grad school debt is a whole other type of uh, in- engagement. That is interesting. Uh, but yes, it's listen, that's an accomplishment. We have yeah, to celebrate every single victory. Congratulations. Hey, and when anyone listening in the Woken Free Nation, if you paid off your debt, tweet us, let us know. That is awesome. We can celebrate you for that. That is remarkable. Because you know how many people live and die with student loan debt? I mean... You know, that, that's something else. Yeah, it's a big issue in this country. Definitely. We'll Growing see debt. if the government gets woken free about oh. <laughs> student <laughs> loan debt. <laughs> they need to get, get your life, guys. Yeah. So I guess, uh, you know, we know you're busy, uh, you know, and so we don't, we appreciate all the time you have. I guess the last question we just have is, you know, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Do you have any upcoming events or projects that you'd like to share with the Woken Free Nation? Okay, yes. So the best way to like keep up with me is on my Instagram at D Jatea. Jatea is J A T A Y I A. You can also find me on YouTube with the same name. I'll pop right up. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You should make a little PSA. I love how you said that. That's awesome. You're like, I'll pop right up. I mean, how many good days do you know? I, I think it's a pretty unique name. Being so, my mom made the name up. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah it's oh, very wow. cool. Awesome, awesome. Nice. All right. Well, yeah, we definitely will share your social media handles. We appreciate you sharing your story again with the Woken Free Nation, with us. You know, our, this whole platform is dedicated to getting people aware of people and individuals who have really unique stories like yourself, getting aware of things that's going on in our community and government in media that people are not talking about or not having the deeper conversation about. And so we appreciate you and thank you for sharing. Thank you for allowing me to share. 
Absolutely, <laughs> DJ. Thank you. All right. So you have a good day, okay? All right. You too. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Bye. We are at that time again. It is coming to the end of our 38th episode of Woke, Woke and, and Free. That was better. Good job, love. <laughs> <laughs> you should pat yourself on the back. Oh, bravo. Please Natasha. pat yourself. Bravo. You're such you a success every single time. Well, this time. <laughs> this time, yes, you're correct. You are correct today. Uh, pray for us, guys. Pray for us, Woke and Free Nation. <laughs> If you uh, pray, I guess. Yes, if you pray, and if not, just send your positive vibes down the 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 ether. But I think we're di- departing onto a different type of conversation, so we're gonna swing this right back. Uh, what were we talking about for this episode? We were talking about embracing yourself, fearless living with our special guest DJ Johnson. And as per usual, I always ask, but you know the answer. Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. <laughs> On our next episode, we will be talking about bullies and why our children's voices seem not to be heard. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share how you feel. Make sure you hit us up on the Contact Us page on WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. I say it all the time. We are very active on social media. Please holler at us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WokenFree. If you didn't already subscribe, please do. Share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Until next time, stay woke, stay free.